0: Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Perth to Paisley podcast, a podcast where two jambos in their mid-twenties give their thoughts about heart and Midlothian football club each and every week. I'm Adam Kennedy and joining me, as always, is Daniel McIver, who I'd like to hear how he's combating the sweltering Scottish
1: heat. How are we, McIver? Uh, not combating it at all and absolutely dying, basically. Uh, yeah, really struggling as I record this currently in the room I'm sat in it's 29 degrees and just hating my life. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm uh, I'm alright mate. I just yeah, just get get on with it. What, what can we really say it's it's not nice but so so be it. I actually don't mind the heat if I'm honest.
1: I do. I hate it. Summer's my least favorite season. It's the worst. Summer's Absolutely your least it. favorite? Yes, by far, even though it has my birthday in it and everything, hate it. When you were wee, it was good because you got some holidays. It's got to be winter, nah. No, I like winter.
0: Oh, winter's shite. Snow no. was brilliant when you were wee, but nah.
1: By it's... winter, I don't mean January, February. That's the worst time of the year. Oh, that's without terrible.
0: question, that's exactly what I'm referring to. December's November, at least, December. you've got Christmas in that. Yeah. yeah,
1: autumn's the best. Autumn's the best by far.
0: I'm not sure I'm having that. Or maybe, yes. or maybe take spring but then the football yeah. season comes to an end so
1: exactly autumn you're uh, fully involved in the football it starts getting dark when you go to games it's Halloween to class
0: I see you had me till Halloween there
1: Halloween's the best. Halloween's Halloween, shite. You're mental. No, I'm not having it. It's a, it's a load of nonsense. Can you tell we've not got much to speak it's about? It's just this, sheer <laughs> commercialism.
0: Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I'm fully on board with that. There's nothing else to speak about. i will happily debate Halloween versus Christmas.
0: What could expect in Heart of the Thoughts? And here we are about Halloween. Oh, crikey. Um, Mate, but, well, we're
1: going to have like no coherent thoughts in this heat. This is going to be the no. most LSD-based podcast we've ever had
0: oh it's going to be an absolute sham but then again i mean the listeners know by now as opposed to the usual high (laughs)
1: quality that they usually get
0: they're used to that on a consistent basis but i mean you've alluded to it there but that's not being in competitive action there is no around the grounds feature as was so often the case last year um but i thought that we would take a minute to go around other scottish clubs who have discovered their fate with regards to continental competition Now, reigning champion Celtic obviously go directly into the Champions League group stages uh, and Rangers hope to join them. The Gers will take on Belgian side Union St-Gilois. Don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. We're going to go with that. Uh, Ties being played on the 2nd of August in Belgium and the following Tuesday at Ibrox on the 9th uh, in the return leg. We've got Dundee United who will be playing their first European match in a decade as they face Kuzla City of Bosnia and Herzegovina or Dutch side Azed Alkmaar in the third qualifying round of the European Conference League. Uh, Home leg at Tannadice is Thursday the 4th of August, the return in either Bosnia or the Netherlands being on the 11th. And those dates are also of interest to Motherwell, should the Steelmen get the better of Irish side Sligo Rovers in the second qualifying round. They'll take on Sparta Prague of the Czech Republic or Norway's Viking FK. Uh, and their first leg uh, of the second round is actually this coming Thursday at Fir Park. But mm-hmm. what do you make of the other three's fates being decided for the MacIver?
1: I think Rangers will be fine. I think Rangers should be pretty confident going into that game. Um, I know the Belgian League obviously have some very good teams in them. However, you probably fancy Rangers against the best of them. So, that was
0: the draw they wanted, really, because it, yeah. it was it Monaco, Sterngrats. Yeah. Was it Mid- Michelin, potentially? I think other... Michelin was the
1: other one, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll be more than happy with that and should have enough. Um, I think that's where the positivity kind of ends for <laughs> yeah. Scottish
0: football. Without a doubt.
1: I think Dundee United don't have much of a chance. Because AZ had lost guys.
0: to Celtic last season, didn't they?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: Was that... Was that Maybe. Champ, was that Champ or Europa? I can't remember. I can't remember yeah I think Celtic got the better of them before did they get knocked out of the Champions League by I can't even remember now nah not. was it Feridz faros
1: yes it was yeah
0: yeah I think
1: is that right I don't they know. definitely got beat off so I think so
0: yeah because they played them in the Europa League group again did they not
1: yes because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that right. is what happened Oof. Um. so yeah I think Dundee United will really really struggle I think if they won that tie it would be like the biggest result that he's done in his recent history. <laughs> like, it would be oh, without, incredible. without fail, yeah. Um, and then even less positivity for Motherwell because, listen, I think they'll best Sligo Rovers. I know that Sligo are in their full season, so they'll be up to match fitness because they're playing week in, week out now. However, Motherwell should have enough to beat them but you'd
0: hope so even though it kind of reeks the corners key nomads and kelly doesn't it
1: yeah definitely does um but then you have to imagine that the team they'll be playing is sparta prague (laughs) who i don't think they could have got a harder draw really there's two ways that you could
0: look at it because for the fans
1: well the fans just seem buzzing
0: ireland and prague that's two top trips yeah who cares about the domestic scene that will follow? Like They'll yeah. just they just be on a, harping on about Ireland and Prague for the foreseeable. Um, but oh, tough, tough, tough it's ties. Very
1: tough. Very tough.
0: So what are you saying? That Rangers are the most likely... Will yeah. Rangers be the only ones to make it through? I
1: think Rangers will be the only ones to make it through.
0: So then we'll have the two big dogs.
1: Well, even then, Rangers,
0: Rangers would go into the playoff, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would, that. actually. Yeah, they would. And I don't know with regards to potential opponents there, but I'm not sure. I don't know. So, you, so we're saying the top two, the top three of last year will all be playing group stage European football, and nobody else. Basically, yes. I think so. That's, uh, I Think got, so. It's got me ex- excited anything. for the for the season ahead. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Um, but of course, I mean, our season still feels. Ages away, I know it's not, but it still does feel it's like next it's a week, don't we? I know, but just this is what we're kind of talking about at the top of the show. Like summer, summer without an international football competition is dross. It's The worst. It's the worst. It's it's pish. I'm not having it. I mean, both are, we both have summer birthdays, but yours well, yours fall in Hearts fixtures. I don't even have that. Yeah, like, exactly. I can't be disappointed or delighted.
1: I there's a chance that we're playing a European tie on my birthday. Oh,
0: well, we have got a good record on your birthday, so... Yeah, so we're
1: fine. Yeah,
0: be alright. We'll just... Exactly.
1: yeah.
0: Is R- that true? Are the games on the 4th and the 11th? Is the draw the 1st or the 2nd? Second? 2nd? Second. Oh,
1: surely I mean, the, surely the game's got to be. be the 4th and then the 11th. You find it two days before.
0: Even then, <laughs> even then, the 11th is pretty short notice, but... Yeah. You never know that. Well, that could be first, like, material.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's on a Thursday, so I wasn't sure... If it was like I don't understand how it's going. But then like, I wanna
0: say that Celtics between the two, so it could be the eighteenth and the twenty fifth. Uh, I think maybe. it is the eighteenth and the twenty fifth. Maybe. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. That's to come. Because yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, our season's preparations continued with two friendlies against English sides. First of all, we went down to Merseyside. Um, as Hearts took on Tranmere Rovers. Um I don't really know what else to say other than this was something of a reunion for some Scottish football figures Mickey Mellon's there, gaffer, Kane Hemmings nodded them ahead so that was great I mean, which I
1: predicted I, immediately as soon as I saw that Ross Stewart was in goals
0: oh yeah I was going to break down the match but let's be honest there's only a couple of talking points for both friendlies that Tranmere friendly in particular my goodness gracious me how does he not save that
1: I understand that it bounces literally in front of him right so I don't have as much issue with the goal itself it's the fact that I don't think he ever looks like he was ever going to save it so even if it goes straight up and without bouncing I still don't think he's saving it that's my problem that I just have absolutely no confidence in Ross Stewart at all
0: I thought we'd move past the kind of jokers between the sticks of old and it just doesn't seem that way the
1: defending's terrible Atkinson so we have some unique insight because my dad and brother were there so they saw the full 90 minutes
0: they're both absolutely off their rockers going down to that but fair play to them
1: this is getting uploaded on Wednesday the 20th they're currently travelling down to Preston as well Jesus they are committed Um, fair play Atkinson's at fault as well because he doesn't stop the cross at all and Atkinson it's kind of the theme that Atkinson, going forwards really good, but still defensively, it's like, still not quite there. Obviously, it's pre-season, so you shouldn't read into it that much. And like, it's, it's his team. first
0: his first 90 in a wee while, is it not?
1: And he's missed part of pre-season because he was with Australia yeah, as well. Yeah, that extended so, time
0: off and what have you.
1: Absolutely. Um, however, my dad's main point was he can't remember a game where the two halves were so different the first half we were absolutely terrible by all accounts and then we made three subs and just the entire game changed and it was actually a really good game and they really enjoyed the second half Barry Mackay in particular was just exceptional shock horror
0: yeah exactly (laughs) and of course it was he and Liam Boyce that did grab the goals Um, yeah I don't know I just just think like the goal that we conceded that's the first that we've conceded in all of pre-season isn't it and it's because yes. CG's not between the sticks. Yeah, that's basically. that's the harsh reality here. And yet
1: in this, Ross Stewart has kept two clean sheets prior to that in pre-season.
0: Great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do I'm, anything I'm, because
1: yeah. he's awful. He's so bad. I'm trying but, to give him something. Does it not
0: concern you that we don't seem the least bit arsed? Otherwise, we would address that situation, surely. We're not going to
1: get a backup keeper, and I'm going to hold it against the management team this season. Because I don't think... A lot of people have been saying, with the rumours of a certain player being announced, how would you rank the window? Like, and I've seen a lot of people kind of give it seven or eight, which I think is pretty fair. I think I would give it that. And I know a lot of people are saying, like Robbie said, he still wants to make another five signings, um, and I still think we need another add, like another midfielder, Elliot Anderson, please add like a right sided <laughs> centre half and stuff like that. However, that's I don't still think... a
0: lot.
1: Yeah, it, oh, is. At, it is at this stage definitely Sorry. i don't think it can be classed as the perfect like last season's window was pretty much perfect we got every single position covered and 99 percent of them did at least well like there was only one real standout bad side and that was woodburn <laughs> right? that was it.
0: i was thinking about that you like harping on about that window just there thinking Did we not sign Ben Woodburn last summer? Yeah, Uh, but that was the one exception. Um,
1: Whereas this window, I won't think it's perfect unless we get a backup keeper and I don't see us doing that at all, which is worrying. Because Gordon, I've reiterated this several times, could be playing as many as 30 games by November and he's 40 in January.
0: Mad, isn't it? That is mad. And I know that keepers should be able to last the duration, but... Still Listen, knowing no, our track records, I, I'm, I'm not convinced. Nah. It, the centre forwards are the big one for me. Still, like, I know That's that fair. we're supposedly on the cusp of announcing one. That's yeah. why I'm checking my phone every couple of minutes because yeah. I know that the club are going to judas us yeah, exactly. and announce one like as we're recording. Um, But he and somebody else would be sweet.
1: Because I've seen a lot of Hearts fans kind of lump Him, who we'll get to, and Elliot Anderson together and be like, there we go, that's our forward, sorry. Whereas, Elliot Anderson's not a forward, he's a 10. I know that's a forward, but he's not a striker or a centre forward, like, he's a number 10. So I'd still want Anderson and a striker. I want, like, a big striker, like, a Sims or a Soul, or an Uche, or a Z-Fuke, or a Connor Salmon with ability. Like, I'd like... because A target man type. Yeah, we have all our forwards and Armand perhaps yes get him back European tour come on also Andy Carroll fits that mode oh Pretty my <laughs> god
0: here we go again
1: but yeah the goals were actually quite good they were all Barry McAleary just being great um, he takes it he kind of does a weird thing where he plays it off to Cochrane and then the ball kind of pinballs about at the edge of the box and then Barry McAleary just goes right stuff this I'm doing this myself and just hits a shot for the edge of the box it might opens up the
0: body doesn't he and unleashes one
1: it might take a slight deflection I'm not really sure but beats the keeper again kind of in a Ross Stewart situation you'd you'd be hoping if you're a Tranmere fan god save you if you are that you'd be hoping (laughs) for your keeper to be doing a wee bit better there and then the next one is just a really nice goal Barry McKay again does very well gets the kind of byline at the near side chips a wee ball through to boys who heads it into the bottom corner
0: and I reiterated the fact last week that this is you know merely about building fitness but it is quite nice to see us experimenting in that sense I'd like to see more of that from Barry Mackay because he was goal shy no matter how you try and sort of dress it up as much as he was fantastic since signing his lack of hitting the net was a real frustration amongst it's, it's bound to be a frustration for him amongst the playing squad, amongst the fans, amongst the management team. Um, so hopefully he's got more of them in the locker for next year. And it's nice to see Liam Boyce obviously continuing to bag a couple in pre-season. We're hoping, again, that this whole 20 malarkey That we be, don't jinx him yeah, this year. <laughs> that, that would be nice. But in fairness, if he's still giving pens, you've got to tuck him away Liam. I'm sorry, I don't mean to come for you so early on, but... There's only so much that McIver and I can curse you.
1: <laughs> We're the cheerleading crew, and it's like, come on, Liam, you need to give us some in here.
0: <laughs> um, but turn the game on its head as well, that's nice to see, given that yes. obviously we hadn't gone behind. Um, But if we hadn't, again, sick of saying it. Who cares? But don't care. Yeah. And speaking of don't care... The perfect approach to then talk about the next friendly, <laughs> in which Hearts do a Hearts and blow a two-goal lead at home. Um, Crawley Town were the visitors to Tyne Castle. <sighs> Don't know the next thing about Crawley Town. I know that Stephen <laughs> Kingsley brought late,
1: twenty-nine uh, fans. Twenty-nine. Yep, twenty-nine. Do you know
0: what? Fair play to the twenty-nine. That'd be easy. It'd be easy to lay <laughs> into them, but you only have like it.
1: a week's notice as well
0: and if they, you know like it might be a case of seeing Edinburgh some of them might have never been to Scotland before I don't know and that's the
1: thing, how class would that have been? in like 25 degree weather you come up to Edinburgh, oh. you sat in Towncastle watching a game doesn't get that'd any be, be class
0: a life does not get any better exactly. than that <laughs> it really does not um, and my life doesn't get any better than it does watching Stephen Kingsley <laughs> play football what a he's wonderful, just, he's wonderful a, footballer.
1: a very talented man. Um, bef- before we continue with this, it's been raised to my attention that we've been omitting emith- something very important the last few weeks. Obviously, this was the run out for the first time at Towncastle in the Away Kit. And friend of the podcast, Sinead, was, as a lot of people know, the model of the Away Kit. So we just wanted to mention that. Yep, that got all the attention it deserved. Yeah. But anyway, Stephen Kingsley <laughs> scored an absolute raker and from a corner.
0: The absolute raker, I could watch on repeat. It's
1: ridiculous, isn't it? It's so
0: good. He is literally, he's Roberto Carlos. He's this, the second coming of Carlos. <gasps> I've,
1: I've seen so, so many good. people say, kind of, of our generation, and a wee bit like the, the middle generation, like your Borthwick's, joel skeds craig fowler's i saw Borthwick saying that kingsley is slowly becoming his favorite player like ever for us and i know that joel's favorite hearts player is takis fisas that is his favorite player and after the semi-final he was saying that kingsley's getting slowly close to him everybody adores him and we got him for free can, it's it, always a reminder that we got him for free how, how can you not like
0: he I, does it for him.
1: He does it absolutely. I've, I've, honestly, for him. I've
0: run out of superlatives. My my favourite player changes from Benny Beningame to him. It just depends on if Benny's fit or not. If <laughs> Benny's fit, then it probably is Benny. I've got to be honest. But Stephen He's been, been for just, half a year. Stephen so. Kingsley's just top. <sighs> Free transfer. Unbelievable. How he's only got one Scotland cap, as we alluded to a fortnight ago, yeah. is an ab- is beyond me
1: mental. An absolute disgrace. And we don't want to just kind of give all the praise to Kingsley. George Grant has now got three assists from corners in pre-season.
0: Again, be very hypocritical of me to say that we're going to win the league or come out with some (laughs) rash statement like that. But the fact that we're pulling this off is great. And look, pre-season has been full of positives for, Mm -hmm. for me on the whole. What I will say is, in this Crawley game, we've let a two-goal lead slip. Get this out your system now. <laughs> That's what that, Kingsley said. Exactly. This is the time to make mistakes, not yeah. not when we are, you know, overseas or battling it out with County on that first day of the season. Hibs in the first derby at Easter Road. Make the mistakes now. Hopefully, we can right all the wrongs, even though there's hardly been any. And hopefully we can make a decent start to the season this year, given we all know what's to come. Um, It's still not sunk in, by the way, the fact that we actually will be playing European football. It's mad seeing all these other draws going on. And there's a part of me that just thinks, I really just want to know what the is. Oh, yeah, we
1: now need to pay attention to that as well. That involves us. (sighs) Um, Nielsen and... Robbie Nielsen, not Lewis Nielsen the gaffer and Kingsley both said that it can be taken as a positive because it reminds everybody that it's not going to be plain sailing, it's not going to be just, oh we comfortably run out winners all the time Um, so yeah the, the goals came in a 10 minute period where like they hit the bar and that should have been the wake up call they then got one back, that definitely should have been the wake up call and then they equalised but from that point on Like that first 10 minutes, from the 45th to the 55th minute, that was kind of it for all Corolla did. Now, again, you could actually argue that's more annoying because only for 10 minutes did they play and they walked away with the equivalent of a point if it was a league game. But for me as we keep reiterating it means nothing it was a good fitness run out you could tell from kind of the 65th minute mark it started to peter out because crawley made like 12 subs we made seven and it was just like right everybody get out get fitness hope michael smith's okay uh worryingly went down right at the very end holding his coming back as well yeah but he seems to be all right we've not heard anything um, that he's required treatment or anything I think it's just that oh yeah he's having to run all the time we still he is still our out ball on the right side the guy had a disc explode in his back last season and we're still like run 80 yards Mick just keep going
0: and he does what a guy time after time hero. Um, let, just let the 29 fans have their day <laughs> yeah exactly
1: yeah they got a lovely time fair point to them
0: it was lovely for literally nobody else but a couple nice goals and that's, that's what it's all about. I hope they have a smashing time in Edinburgh. Oh, they tell all their pals from Crawley and the surrounding areas to come up to Edinburgh, taking a match at Tynecastle. Castle. They will not be disappointed. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, there's not really much else to say other than the, the kind of games that have just gone. Um. Really looking forward to Saturday, actually. Gary Locke's testimonial. Same. Stoke the visitors. Rudy back on the hallowed Tynecastle Castle <sighs> turf.
1: Pasquale Bruno.
0: Pasquale Bruno, brilliant. Did you see
1: the video of him?
0: No. Oh, my, da- my God. My dad shared it, but I've not I've not watched it yet.
1: He's just... He's, he's every stereotype of Pasquale Bruno inside 30 seconds. He looks like a cartel owner. He's in, like, the most lavish house ever, but he's still calling Tyne Castle his house. And he's just kind what of turning it. up and being like... He says he's like... Gary, my friend, you might have won many things but the biggest thing that you can see in your career is that you played with Pasquale Bruno. <laughs> love I'm that. so chuffed he's coming. I love
0: that. I, I used to think that sort of stuff was like an arrogance. You know when you see it with like Zlatan Ibrahimović? Yeah. And now I just think it's just an inspired confidence. I, I'm envious of that. I'd love to have that. I think that is hilarious. <laughs>
1: you'd like to be Pasquale Bruno.
0: Oh, without a doubt. I, I think if, if I were to be any other nationality, I'd be an Italian. Definitely. They, they, they're up there. They're characters. <laughs> Pasquale Bruno is the height of that. It'll be good.
1: <laughs> I just didn't expect that to be the road we went down.
0: This is I need the football back. I really, really do. <laughs> this is an absolute shambles. I've literally come into this podcast with next to no preparation. And we're just, <laughs> what is
1: there to prep?
0: I don't know this is it these not the, the quiz is about the height of my preparation <laughs> yeah. and even then that'll be over like that so it's it's not much I mean Aaron Mack and FSOA would we'll be as well talking about that
1: oh yeah let's speak about that because I'm annoyed about it
0: because I've just gone the club website because that's I've got it up Um. and they released the article saying that Aaron McInerney will leave Hearts to join Australian club Perth Glory. All parties have agreed terms and the midfielder will make the move to the A-League side subject to visa approval and international clearance. 26-year-old Aaron joined the Jambos in February 2021, part of the championship-winning and European football-clinching squads. He made 36 appearances in a maroon shirt, scoring five goals. Speaking to the Official Hearts website about the move, manager Robbie Nielsen said, Aaron indicated his desire to move on if he couldn't get more game time. We have a compact squad, but it's laden with quality and nobody is guaranteed playing time. So when this transfer came up, it made sense for everyone. Aaron has played an important part in our journey back to the top of Scottish football. And he goes to Australia with our best wishes. Sporting director Joe Savage said, In financial terms, the transfer is a good deal for the club and I have no doubt that Aaron will make an impact in the A-League. He's a great lad who has made some important contributions on the pitch over the past 18 months. So we thank him for all of his efforts at heart and we wish him and his young family all of the best in Australia. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um,
1: basically, first of all, it's an amazing move for him and as Joe said, his family. That'll be class. Going out you live in Australia for a few years...
0: We're we're talking about Edinburgh and the sunny weather. Yeah, oh yeah. Tell exactly. you what, it's, it's he's not good
1: than that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: but it's, it's not bad, is it? I mean, yeah. That that that's the sort of consolation that he can now take. Yes, he'll be leaving Edinburgh, but he'll get this weather all year round,
1: all the time. Um, and I think he will go and smash it. I think he will do really, really well in the league. Um, I'm I'm gutted by it to be honest. I like how we dedicated an area of last week to speak about him and then like the next day it was like oh scars have revealed that he's going <laughs> yeah thanks for that Mark really appreciate yeah, that appreciate the heads up um, but yeah I just think listen Savage says it there it's like he, he made some very important contributions without him we, we don't make the cup final because his sub against St Mirren That's was mad. completely game changing scored with his first touch and that oh, kicked fun. us on
0: Sorry, I thought that was the the Twitter notification I've been looking for. Carry <laughs> we're on.
1: We're getting we're so on edge just now. Um, I think he, I now think we need another signing in that area. Personally, Elliot Anderson would be ideal in terms of a creative player going forward. But I just feel it leaves not light. It doesn't leave us light he was a great squad option to have now I know that that's not his priority and he's done what's best for him in his career so I don't um, deride him a move at all no you've he's got also, to play he's also like, by all accounts and what we've seen being like the most professional person ever Like he's never been given a proper run in the team but he's never complained he's never went to the media going oh it's ridiculous with that there was a uh, I remember an interview with him actually kind of midway through last season where he said, "Oh, some people will complain about not playing all the time and stuff like that. But I just keep my head down and keep doing well in training and hope I get an option." Like that's exactly what you want from rotation-style like players, and that I, I I would have preferred keeping a hold of them. I understand why. I think the language that Joe uses is quite interesting because it kind of suggests that we got a fee for them. Yeah, or, that, that
0: that's the thing for me. I mean, I think any young aspiring footballer should take note, to Aaron McInnes. Yeah, and it's easy to say to try and work yourself into the team. I've got no doubts that he's tried to do exactly that, and for whatever reason, it's just not been the case.
1: Yeah.
0: With regards to potential fee, I mean, I can't. I, I, am sorry to bore everybody with this, but I am a Dylan Levitt Stan. I will happily die on that hill, and that could have gone towards that young man's transfer fee, but. Hey-ho. we don't know
1: though it was a feat it might just be that he's coming up for his contract at the end of this season and it gets so we're just Waves getting build. any
0: door yeah yeah, so
1: it yeah, might not have been know. much we might have just agreed to like you get him for nothing but a sell-on or something like that like a 30% sell-on kind Maybe. of thing I'm not sure
0: but again you're just wanting Elliot Anderson to come in and replace him ideally
1: That if that happens I'm fully on board with the Makinev move just now as it stands I'm like I totally understand it I'm still disappointed, and hope we sign a replacement.
0: From what I gather, it does seem as though that was the case. That you know, he was a vi- a, a very well thought of member of the playing squad. Yeah. Most of the players seem to to really like the guy, and I yeah I I, I do feel a bit sorry for him that it, it wasn't it didn't. He quite didn't get work the one he deserved. No, I, I don't think he did. Um, even even in these sort of games, like I can remember. Was it, was it Livy we beat 2-0 Tynecastle when Mackay scored his first goal that yep. World Day? Mm-hmm. And I think he was the only change that day for Ben so. Woodburn after... It might have been after that St Mirren Cup game. Yeah, I
1: think so. And
0: you were sort of hoping for a performance then and we didn't really get it. Yeah. And he's sort of... He's always been one to kind of come on and try and change the game. He's a I think if, if, if we're stuff. If we're chasing the game, he's the ideal player to bring on. Um... But in terms of like when he actually started, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be too harsh, but I don't think we ever saw that. Albeit, it it was limited starts.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. You need. I, also, Robbie's having a laugh with what he said earlier, where it's like no one's guaranteed playtime. Some people got a lot more playtime than Aaron McInniff that shouldn't have got the game time they did. Like that's a bit eh. Okay. You know who like, you are. Yeah, exactly. Gary McKay, with Josh and and Ben Leefon. <laughs> like. All of them had worse seasons than Aaron McInniff, yet played like three times the amount of games as him.
0: And I, I, don't know. I just, it's a weird one. A great move for him, and I wish him. I wish him all. Yeah, I wish him all the very best. Um, but just sad that it, it didn't work out at Hearts. Definitely. Um, shall we talk about the signing that right. is on the cusp, and everybody <laughs> thinks it. I mean, I say this now. It's, it's 27 minutes past eight. On
1: Hearts cannae
0: be... Uh, yeah, Hearts can't be announcing anything at half eight, nine o'clock. I think we're past it now. Yeah. But it does look as though Lauren Shankland is coming back to Scotland. um, Having left Dundee United most recently uh, to move to Belgian side. shot. they were relegated to the second tier of Belgian mm-hmm. football. Yep. Um, and so... It seems as though he's going to reunite with Robbie Nielsen, Lee McCulloch, Gordon Forrest. Just like they were all together at Tannidice. And now it appears as though they're all going to be together at Tyne Castle. Uh, McIver, I you know I'm a Lord Shankland fan. I've wanted this move for a wee while. You haven't expressed that same desire. Yeah. Why not?
1: Right, so... <laughs> As Adam just said, we sit here and it's not announced yet, but we've heard all the rumours, we've seen the photo of him in front of the tunnel, for God's sake, so we know he's side, unless something happens and he breaks his leg and his weight is flat, or something, we pull the deal. Even though that would, be, that's that that would
0: be peak, heart and low there. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but, by all accounts, and I cannot wait until we release this, and it turns out that everything i have about to say is complete bollocks, and I've got this all wrong, but by accounts, the deal is three years 250k plus performance based add-ons now my biggest hang up on the potential lawrence shanklin signing was always the money it wasn't about him as a player in as much as i viewed the alleged half a million transfer fee that bearshot wanted as too much of a risk
0: which i get
1: I'm not saying that in the sense that Shankland couldn't then prove it to be a good signing regardless of the fee. My fear was is that we're making a lot of money from Europe and that we were going to be using a sizeable chunk of it on a player who, regardless of the circumstances, which I think is fair, and you do need to take that into account, has had a bad last couple of seasons. However, on the flip side of that, I'm not just gonna sit here and be really negative about a new signing because I don't think there is a lot to be negative about Shankland, the footballer in Scotland. Because people will obviously, yes, point to his bad Dundee United last season, point to his bad season and time at Bearshot in Belgium. But as I said, you do need to look at the context of it. For many of the games in Belgium, he was chucked out in the left wing. I hope that doesn't happen. under rubbish I don't think it will Um, he also kind of picked up a wee niggle that in between him coming back from fitness Bearshot changed managers and by all accounts the new manager just didn't like him at all and didn't really want to play him which will also affect someone's ability from a mental standpoint you've actually done your research for this keep going Oh, I'm I'm, I'm impressed. So I've been doing this for weeks, though, because I was like, he's definitely going to come. Wait, so well, I've just latched
0: onto another thread on Twitter and I've just <laughs> taken those stats and the room with it.
1: Um, then, you go back to his last season at Dundee United, where, again, he didn't perform to the level that people expected the Air United Lauren Shankland and the Championship Lauren Shankland to do. However, again, it was under a Mickey Mellon side who all I remember about it was there was a bank of, like, ten then 40 yards then Lauren Shankland now Shankland I don't think is the type of striker who can make chances for himself again I don't mean that in a deridery way I'm not saying that he's a complete one trick pony
0: but he's a penalty box number 9
1: yes exactly he's a poacher he's best when other people are getting the ball to him and you couldn't really ask at least on an individual basis For a better individual (coughs) to be creating chances for you. Than Barry McKay. And hopefully
0: Alan Forrest. And hopefully Liam Boyce. And hopefully George George Grant Grant. And hopefully various others.
1: Well this is the thing. Even just Barry McKay on his own. You would go well. Shankland will automatically. Get more chances. Whether or not he takes them. Is the risk. It's Has he suddenly lost his goal scoring ability. That he had for so long. But it's a much better position to be in Have it obviously linking back up with Alan Forrest who he was so, did so well with at air of course I think the team is more suited to Shanklin than he's had in the last few seasons again under Nielsen who he was fantastic for in the championship
0: he carried United to that championship yes, title under 100%. Robbie 100% I think it was like 24 goals in 26 games before the season was curtailed or some ridiculous record
1: it's something like that and if you ask the United fans about that that's kind of what you hear they all love him because they
0: viewed it as a coup even when his deal with air came to an end you know there was talk of I think was it Swansea Sunderland a couple of other sites down
1: south yeah and the big thing for me is this alleged cost that Bearshot wanted half a million Because obviously they paid a million for him, which was a ridiculous move at the time, considering he was out of contract. A weird one. Yeah, definitely. Really weird. If the if it is true and we've paid 250k for him to, to around 300, 250 to 300, I think that's a way better deal. Considering the last person we spoke about, Mac and F, we signed him for 200 grand back at the start of 2021. I think that's a much more manageable thing. And I know... And I know some people will say, "Why are you bothered about the finances? It doesn't matter. We should be focused. It's just except to get Shankland." I get that, but I'm one of those boring football manager players who <laughs> likes the inner workings of the club and also wants to build on this. I don't want another example of just, "Oh, we've now got money. Let's just waste it." And no, we're wanting d- to. We want to be smart. I mean, yeah. we're in the best place that
0: we've been for a number of years.
1: Yeah. For like almost a decade since Robbie was last here.
0: And and what I will say is, unfairly on Lauren Shankland, the kind of debates and comparisons arise with he and Kevin Nisbet. Mm-hmm. Hibbs had no hesitation with paying Dunfermline 250 grand and gave the PARS a sell-on for Kevin Nisbet. And they were talking about a potential 3 million, 4 million exit later down mm-hmm. the line. That obviously hasn't come to fruition, but if we were offered that money for Shankland, we could take it. Who knows? I, I just think, you know, they were both sort of sniffing around the Scotland squad. It is very, like, these comparisons are pretty fair on the whole. I
1: I think it's the most exciting thing
0: is the better player.
1: I think it's the most exciting part of the Shankland move. Because obviously, I hope he does well for us. I hope, speaking, I have a, I have one um, guy in my work who's a Dundee United fan, so I was kind of messaging him today, and he think he he's going he's going to be biased, but he, he was like, I think in the team that you guys have, he'll score fifteen easy. Like, there's no doubt he'll do that. Now, obviously, then you'll get other fans going. You'll be lucky to get two Aberdeen fans. Will be like he'll can, yeah. he'll score fifteen own goals, kind of thing. Um, but. I think the Shanklin-Nisbet, not rivalry but comparison, is fascinating and that makes me want Nisbet to get back to fitness quicker. Because I want there, to see how yeah. they do against each other over the course of a season. Because we need to see what Nisbet's going to be like when he comes back from this injury, if he has to adjust his style. if he has to We want another
0: Kevin Nisbet pre-injury and we want Lauren shanklin Any's prime at either air or Dundee. Right, <laughs> that's yeah. that would be fantastic. And then we could be talking three, four million. I, it's going to be
1: interesting. It's going to be interesting.
0: I I don't want this as like a short term fix. But if it has to be and he performs really well, then we won't have any fans talking about the transfer fee, about the wages that we'll pay him. Like none of this, none of this will enter our head. Yeah. We want him to perform for Hearts. And we believe that there is a realistic chance that he could do really well for us. I beg anybody at and Midlothian watching this, do not give him the number nine shirt. Let him have his pick of any high number. Don't He's want definitely that number nine. going to be number nine. And He's
1: definitely I, going to be I number nine. I
0: swear to God, if he is, that is cursed. Then we're Who's done for. Who's
1: the last for. few we've had? Woodburn, Washington. Oh,
0: Crikey, yeah. Woodburn, Washington. Who took it... I'm trying to remember. Did anybody have it in the Championship <laughs> season? No. I don't think we did have a number nine, did we?
1: No, because Boyce was 10 and w- Whiting was 15. Nand really should have taken it. Did he not
0: take it initially? Was he not number 23?
1: I thought he took 21,
0: but I'd... was he given the number nine shot at first? I feel like oh, he might I'm have been. Try and find
1: out. He was, I've just seen, yeah. yeah, he was number nine. He was number nine. So he's the last number nine we've had.
0: The last decent number nine we had was Kyle Lafferty. Yes. Prior yes. to that, it was probably Mark DeVries.
1: Was Osman so not number nine?
0: No. Was he not was he like 20 40? and then
1: 10, I think? Oh, maybe. Maybe, actually. Yeah. I can't see any photos where he's, yeah, he was 10 when we came up. What was in the championship? 20. I'm was it? sure yes he was look at you yeah, He's f- a, I'm wasting quiz
0: questions love love my trivial nonsense like that so yeah, yeah right. I, as you can tell I'm big on the squad numbers so don't give him number 9 yes. that shirt is cursed it will be cursed about 45 eternity. 45 is perfect right. or 36 or any other no any 45 other because it makes nine. 9 yeah well that's why I had 36 in my head as well 72 oh, yeah, it screw it 81
1: don't 72 care 72 would be amazing <laughs> I want 72 that would be class where they player was seventy-two.
0: Anything but number nine, please. I beg.
1: We'll see.
0: But I mean, in saying this, the B team have announced their num—well, might not be number nine, but they've announced the signing of Jaden Ferguson. You I think saw will be. him firsthand. Your yes. your thoughts before we get to the quiz, because we'll just waste some other additional yeah. minutes. We're trying to build towards an hour. It's tricky, folks. It's the summer. <laughs> Leave us alone.
1: Um, I I'm actually quite interested to see how Jaden does because yeah, I saw him for the. F- Well, I was there for the full 90 minutes of Whitehill welfare. He got 75. And then he got the last 30 minutes against Spartans. The first half of Whitehill, I wouldn't say struggled, but he definitely wasn't lighting the world on fire. He he was all right. He was getting any chances. Then the second half started and Mackenzie Kirk came on, so that we went two up top. And it really benefited him because Mackenzie Kirk was doing all the running and Jaden was staying in the box. He's kind of like a penalty box striker. He didn't score, but he was making loads of opportunities because defenders would naturally go to him, and it allowed Pollock to score his goal because two defenders rushed Jaden, and he just let it go by him and it landed at Pollock's feet, who scored. So, I think he's going to do well. He had a sh- eh, one chance against Spartans because by the end of that Spartans game, like no one was. It was a terrible game; nothing happened. But Jaden had one of the best chances, and the keeper actually made quite a good save. So, I think it's quite a shrewd signing, to be honest. The the
0: duration puzzles me a wee bit This it's just that one-year deal because um, Hart said, Hart Midlothian is thrilled to announce the signing of Jada Ferguson on a one-year deal. The 19-year-old striker joins Hart's B-side after impressing in a trial period at Rickerton under the watch of Stephen Naismith. The promising attacker previously had a lengthy spell in the academy at Celtic before an injury issue forced him to drop down the leagues to Dundee, junior side Lockheed United. His quality shone through and he now returns to the professional ranks as he readies himself for Hart's maiden Lowland League campaign. Um, in terms of Nasey's thoughts, Jaden's got real instincts as a forward. He has a sharpness in the box, along with being a really good finisher. Uh, he's very powerful and got a lot of qualities suited to leading the line. And that's why he's in this contract. It didn't play out at Celtic the way Jaden hoped, but I think he's learned a lot. He's shown a great attitude, along with a willingness to get better and improve. And Jaden Ferguson himself said. I'm over the moon to get this done I was out of the game for a long time and it's great to be back in full time football Nasey's been excellent with me I know I'm going to learn a lot with him the lads have all been top notch with me I didn't even know that
1: about him dropping down like fair point for coming back up as well that shows a lot of determination
0: definitely Um, because there's plenty that would have crumbled and just you know wasted away but got got out to play and hopefully he proves a, a shrewd addition to the B team definitely yep Right, we're moving on to the Here quiz we go. Then. Here we go, the it's best back. part of the show. This is the best part of the show, fully. Another Who Am I? So you could yeah. be the first to get a Who Am I, given that we've both failed in that respect so far. I'm
1: not getting it, I'm telling you now. I didn't got get a multiple it choice,
0: got a true or false. Still waiting on this Shankland announcement, but was, I've just accepted it. it's not happening tonight. It's
1: not happening. It's gonna, Folks, listen, you're listening to this Wednesday, obviously the 20th. It'll you know out. that it got yeah. announced at 9 o'clock at night when we just finished recording. You just know it did, didn't
0: you? Or 9 a.m. first thing on Wednesday. Yeah. Screw exactly. you, Hearts, honestly. I say this as though I'll not be, you know, going to work all chipper that. Yeah, like Um But yeah, in terms of obviously Hearts wanting a new signing, I thought we'd make this a, a new <sighs> Scottish signing special, minus the who am I, obviously, because we've said that that's a player, a Hearts player. Within our lifetimes, um, but yeah, I, I, th- I, do you know what? I, th- I think this is all right.
1: I think, I think you'll. I, think I you'll know do well no here. signings outside of us.
0: Well, we start with a question that is a heart signing, right? So, your first question, McIver, is: Alex Cockerin recently put pen to paper on a permanent contract at and Midlothian, but against which three clubs did the left back score for the Jambos whilst on loan from Brighton?
1: Motherwell. Incorrect. Livingston then. Livingston's one. Dundee United. Is another. Auchinleck Talbot.
0: Is the third. But you jumped in with Motherwell. I know I did because I was
1: because I remember we beat Livingston and Motherwell two 0 like at Tynecastle. Around the same time of the season, and I knew he scored in one of them because I can remember the goal. Smith crosses the in. Was
0: it three? The Levy. He oh like yeah, it third? was three, sorry, it was three yeah. by
1: half-time, yeah. Um, the the ball gets crossed out to Cochrane, he lets it bounce once and just drills it across the face of the keeper and then he runs away and does that celebration.
0: I think that, that
1: was his first senior goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. What a guy. But, I'm giving myself a point there, I just give an extra team. I even got Talbot, that's it, I'm giving my... That, a, a that was impressive, but you, you jumped the gun a wee bit, no? No, it doesn't matter, I got the Angel, teams. Uh,
0: uh well...
1: I'll, leave I'll this. give you a bonus I'll, I'll, point for tattoos last week. I'm yeah, getting the point right, for you that. mucked up with a question? That I, doesn't do
0: I'll say we leave this to the listeners. That's a dubious one. Shall we yeah, give you a half I'm point? We'll give no. you a half point.
1: I, one or 9 I'm going one. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not having that. This is shocking. This is shocking. Well, Your
0: multiple choices, and I spoke of this last week. New Aberdeen captain Anthony Stewart joined the Dons after his deal with which English club came to an end? Is it A. AFC Wimbledon B. Wickham Wanderers or C. Rotherham United
1: I don't think it's Wimbledon. Uh, I don't know if it's Rotherham or Wickham though. Am I'm, uh, I I'm being stupid and just going Rotherham also playing red? So it's there. My natural reaction was Wickham so I'm going to go Wickham.
0: You'd be correct in doing so.
1: Well done. Two for two. That's a a certain one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Cheers.
0: And you're true or false. You've got a 50-50% chance here. Uh, Former Benfica, Bayern Munich and Golden Boy winner, current Lille midfielder Renato Sanchez is Hibb's new winger, Jair Tavares' cousin.
1: They've got similar hair. Does that go across the genetic... They were both at Benfica then. Obviously, we know that. They are both Portuguese. I'm going with true.
0: You'd be correct. Here's the, is their cousins, he actually? Yeah, yeah. they're cousins. Wow. So there you go. There's a bit of pointless trivia for you. You're all welcome.
1: So far, I'm 100%. This is the best of any wow. quiz. Are you?
0: Are, I am. I, I don't know. Well, we've yeah. got another three club question here. So. God. I, I will take your first answer for this only
1: Right
0: Which three clubs has new Dundee United signing Stephen Fletcher Played for in the Premier League oh. Right Hebs No sorry English Premier League I should specify Oh I thought you meant <laughs> I, <was laughs> sorry. Like, I should sorry. get this sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: In the Premier League The current Premier League or he played with them In the Premier he League He
0: played with them in the Premier League
1: now, this is the problem where everybody learns pre-2015 I know nothing about the English game bar in Newcastle that's it was he up Wigan no
0: he wasn't no he wasn't Wigan, at Wigan. I don't that know. does seem a Stephen Fletcher-esque move but yep. no he was not a
1: genuine Sunderland Sunderland's won yep Sunderland's won
0: you're go not going to gonna get the points so you'd be as well just guessing others oh yeah I'm
1: not going to get the points now I right, okay, I might as well guess. Chelsea, Man United, <laughs> Liverpool. He played uh, Blackpool when they were in the press a decade and a half ago.
0: So in order, he left Hibs to join Burnley. Then Didn't he signed that. for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Didn't know that. And then he played for Sunderland. Also played for Marseille, on loan from Sunderland. Sheffield Wednesday and Stoke before completely switched to Tannadice. obviously the final English too. I literally knew... Tier
1: all of them after Sunderland and didn't oh, yeah. know any of them <laughs> in between Hibs and Sunderland which is what the question involved if you'd be like what French team did he go on I'd be like Marseille immediately I mean I that that.
0: That, was, that was a given I, I thought that would make, make that tricky right. well that's good now you can no longer get full marks regardless of whether you're right. taking the first question or not so right. that, that, I do feel a lot better now um, and finally we end with your your who am I for this week oh, So god right Here we go. This is is the killer question. So, (laughs) prior to joining the Jambos, I was linked with a potential move to Newcastle United, Rangers or Crystal Palace in the press after previously being on trial with Everton. I was eligible to represent three nations in my international career, but I only won three under-21 caps, representing the national team of choice at the 2007 under-21 Euros. I speak six languages, but I've only won one individual. Uh, sorry, but I've only won individual honours in a playing career which began in Switzerland, before playing in Italy, Germany, having been loaned out by Hearts and America, as well as Gorgie. Who am I?
1: Jesus Christ, that is solid. <laughs> right. Yep, they don't so, get easier, mate. He was in the under twenty ones in two thousand and seven. Yes. Right. Coincidentally, I'm
0: going to get said players at Wikipedia up because I know that you'll probably bombard me with questions. Yeah. And this so, has been a common theme.
1: I'm going to assume then he came to us after that.
0: Do you want so, the the years from when he was at Hearts? Yeah,
1: sure, because it won't help. <laughs> so, so It'll help audiences.
0: He signed for Hearts initially on loan from 2006 to 2008 and then made it permanent in 2008 and stayed with us till 2010.
1: Jesus so he was here for a while then mm-hmm. four years he could he was eligible for three nations yes but he didn't play full time for any of them just the under 21s for one of them but but I, the under 21s Euros correct so, so he was clearly alright like he did yeah, well it was decent,
0: there. It was decent.
1: And that helps me in the sense of, he's European. <laughs> yes. I now have a continent to narrow it down Correct. to. Um, Do you want the nations?
0: Shall I make it a bit easier for you? Is it Switzerland? So he was eligible to represent Cape Verde, Portugal and Switzerland.
1: I only have one name in my head and I know it's wrong. Who's the name? This isn't my guess, but my the name that's in my head is Ibrahim Tal but it's not him because obviously it's not him he joined us earlier than that mm-hmm. uh, don't you, I think he left like after 2006 I can't even mind when he left <laughs>
0: probably still lingering somewhere <laughs>
1: yeah exactly but that's what I mean that's the only name that's in my head I don't even think he... where was he freaking? <laughs> he was the Portuguese or anything he was I can't remember
0: I'll search bring him to I want to say he was like Senegalese or something
1: yeah th- I'm sure he African I don't sure know he if was that's African. Right
0: you being to a Senegalese international footballer. Look at you, you knowing that. Good bit
1: of knowledge. Right. Come on, Daniel. You can do this. Do you want the clues again? Yeah. Right.
0: <clears throat> Prior to joining the Jambos, I was linked with a potential move to Newcastle United, Rangers or Crystal Palace in the press after previously being on trial with Everton. I was eligible to represent three nations in my international career, of course those being Cape Verde, Portugal and Switzerland, Uh, uh, but I only won three under-21 caps, representing my national team of choice at the 2007 under-21 Euros. I speak six languages, but I've only won individual honours in a playing career which began in Switzerland before playing in Italy, Germany, having been loaned out by Hearts, and America, as well as Gorgie.
1: Right, so that means he either represented Switzerland or Portugal. I can't think of any Swiss players at that time, so I'm honing in on Portugal. I almost know this is wrong, because I think we signed him in 2005, not 2006. (laughs) Wait, we signed him in 2006, like, the the 6-7 season.
0: Just check that for you, hold on a second.
1: Not the January window of 5 In
0: January 2006, however, (gasps) it was Heart of Ed Lothian that That eventually acquired him.
1: Did this man put... Do I have any memories of this man playing in the start of the season? I ain't wishing him in 2005. But I'm going... Oh, no, and he wasn't here till 2010. Jesus Christ, I keep forgetting that part. I was going to say... Again, this isn't my answer. I was going to say Bruno Agor. He wasn't here till 2010. A, a Portuguese man. He's going to be Swiss after all this. But... but I can't even think of anybody Portuguese at this period I can't think of anybody's swears either um, right I'm giving myself a minute because this is Dragon Ball. but this is good this is what we want I mean I, I like hearing all your working and bear in mind he this is a podcast he never went to so... Newcastle or anything he was just linked with a move right I'm going to eliminate it, it, that fact it, it that didn't go
0: out. to any of the sides that I mentioned right, so okay. neither Newcastle nor Rangers nor Palace
1: and he went to America after
0: uh, after Hearts yeah
1: I was about to say somebody that is a decade too early. Who <laughs> are <laughs> you going to say? And is an is an American man himself. You were going to say Perry Kitchen or something. I was going to say Perry Kitchen, then remembered the guys so European. Abductee. Um, I genuinely have no idea. The years have really thrown me. <laughs> the years have been the thing that has killed me because I, I not can't... the six languages. No, cause that's nothing. Like so many of our players could speak twenty or one. Like that doesn't affect me remembering them. Cause I can just I'm just thinking they're a bunch of Austrians, not even Swiss people. <sighs> Jose Goncalves, that's my guess. Is that your guess? Yeah, that's my guess. He's only gone and done it. No way! How <laughs> much? Yeah. <Have I> actually- <laughs> How the hell did you get that? Because he's the one Portuguese man who oh, I can remember yeah. that roughly played in that time. Fair yes! play. Yes, Jose from It was. I am what? buzzing with that. What? legitimately buzzing?
0: What? What, what like out the like out the questions? What's irked you? What can what couldn't you get to with big like Jose?
1: I couldn't. My logic was because you said Cape Verde. Yes. I think he was born there.
0: We'll just check on his wiki. He was, he was born in Lisbon. So oh, he was born in I don't in Lisbon. know how he qualifies for Cape Verde, or qualified for Cape Verde, I should say. That. He'll
1: have a family member in some capacity. Yeah. Um, the that the, the years really stumbled me, because I could only think of two, and it was Aguar and Goncalves. And I was like, well, it's obviously not Bruno Um. But then I, I started going, well... Concalves was with us in that 06 squad, but I couldn't remember if he signed the what at the start of the season. So I think I kind of just
0: big cozy man. I don't know why he yeah. came to my head last week. I just thought, ah, screw it.
1: I'd I'd it's eliminated coming. him five minutes ago because I went, oh, he signed for us in the. But you've done
0: what neither of us have done previously, and you took that stab in the dark to try and gain that reward. Basically,
1: yeah. And I was like, I want to give him it because I I still don't understand why you didn't even say anybody. Last week, I, I feel sick. So I was like, I want to at least give a name. And just and Velichka
0: he's... and Ruben Palazuelo, so <laughs> yeah, like on our shoulders, asleep. aren't they?
1: And that was the thing. Velichka was in my head, but I didn't end up saying them, and I was annoyed. So and I was I like, right,
0: Chucked Ruben Palazuelo out willy nilly, just didn't bother. <laughs> that was the thing. Idea. I was
1: like, he's the only name I have, and I might as well go for it. And it was bloody right. So Coincidentally, so far, it's one of me.
0: I don't remember us loaning him out to FC Nuremberg at Is all. That what? I was
1: just about to ask that. Where did we loan him to? I have no memory of that.
0: And then uh, I talked about his individual honours. So he won both uh, while he was with the New England Revolution in the States. Wow. So he won uh, MLS Defender of the Year slash MLS Best 11 in 2013 and the Midnight Riders Man of the Year 2013. What a title to the, win! The Midnight Riders. Uh, being an independent supporters group for the New England Revolution, there you go.
1: That sounds like something with Dirty Dance. It.
0: The Midnight Riders—that <laughs> could be Midnight that. Midnight that's Midnight title Riders. material, that.
1: <laughs> Definitely, the Midnight Riders. That's the title. Now, now, listeners, you know why that had such a weird title for all this episode, and it separates the wheats for the chaff because there'll be some people that didn't listen the full episode and be like, "Why is that?" that's so, it so exactly
0: we're, we're leaving them dragging on nice i, like I it. am buzzing
1: one nil well, me in the who am well
0: done mate that, that was impressive
1: we're going to keep track of this the whole season please don't you say yeah. that you
0: say this now you've taken the lead i'm gonna, yeah, have, to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do something next week when
1: it's 10 one to you i'm like <laughs> i don't think we should really focus on these whose anyway.
0: <laughs> idea was this
1: yeah well perfect well i've the quizzes have went down very well in terms of they feedback have. and also we love doing them yeah, <laughs> they're it so good. fun so a massive thank you to everybody let us know if you got Calvez quicker than me or if you got him at all be very interested, that was fun last week to see people like if they got Palosuelos before you or at the same time so please keep up with that but yes we have been perth to Paisley you can get us on all the socials at Perth to Paisley. We're also on the email, perth to Paisley at gmail.com. If you have enjoyed this and you're watching on YouTube, please leave a like, subscribe, and comment. It really helps. Also, if you're just listening to this, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. That massively helps us as well. Adam, where can they get you on all the socials?
0: <laughs> they can get me on all the socials at Adam T. Kendo. So you can follow me there when I'm absolutely buzzing that Shanklin's been confirmed. And what about yourself, mate?
1: I am at D. McIver22. We'll be back next week for quite an important episode because it will be the predictions episode. On we just how did we that with Talk season. Scottish
0: Football. I've got, I've got my table. I've put it out there.
1: Oh God. I'm not going to listen to that so therefore I don't know nice. what Adam's going to say and I won't <laughs> let it infer my table. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be big. Hopefully next week we'll be back to confirm Shankland and any other new signings, cover friendlies and Guy Locke's testimonial. But until then we'll be back next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Mother J.T.'s!